0: You're listening, We're listening. you oh. listening to Is Not Earsnack. Is Yes. Is not. Yeah. And Well, I guess I could wear helmets.
1: Do grown-ups wear helmets?
0: Yeah. Oh. Our fathers are grown-up, and you wear a helmet. Ear snack!
2: I'm just Louise? so concerned, Crush.
3: I am just... dialing just as fast as I can. Oh, but Kevin, it couldn't be fast enough. I just, I'm just so concerned that we may have left them there, and then who knows what they... Louise, it's ringing. Well, I hope they can help. It's going to voicemail. Hey,
4: you've reached... Andrew. And Polly. We're not in right now, so leave a message. At the beep.
3: Oh, you do it. Hi, uh, this is Kevin. You may remember me. I met you at the zoo... I was the really tall... Clumsy. Uh, you know, I've I, I, I got spots... Just and, tell them, Okay, dear. I am a giraffe, it's We're true. We're both giraffes. Can you hear Louise, too? Hello? Listen, we've got a big problem. Yes, Kevin dropped the keys. I know I did, Louise. I dropped my keys into, into the, penguins the penguin's pen. Into the penguin's pen. Yes, he did. I can see them talking about them over there. I think they think they're going to be able to use them <gasps> to break out of here. Jokes on them. They only open our mailbox. Boo! But listen, I was really hoping you could help us out. I mean, we're we kind of stuck in here, and stuck. the truth is, the penguins don't like me very much. Anyway, if you have any ideas about uh how I could go about getting them back, uh, give me a call, okay? Please, please, Andrew and Polly. Um, I think I gave you my number. So distressed. All right, thanks, Andrew and Polly. Boo! We need your help. We really do. <gasps> the
0: skies are coming for you. Okay. Hello, Andrew and Polly. It's Sadie. Sadie Dyer. Hi, my name's Grace. Hi, my name is Santa. Hi, my name is Zoe. Gavin. Gavin's Aurora. Oh, yeah. you. Maya. My name is Tanner. me, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. My name is Ace. Oh, hey, guys. I'm Polly. And I'm Andrew. Let the questions begin. Have you ever worn a costume? Last Halloween, there was a mermaid. Um, a pumpkin costume. Halloween costume. A lady. It's a fat monkey. I think got a goblin or something, Go. A witch for Halloween. It was a butterfly. I once was a monkey. Darth Vader. <laughs> My favorite one was... A butterfly.
1: Costumes are great for pretending. Have you ever pretended to be someone
0: else? Well, um, one yeah, time I, um, yeah, I pretended to be mommy in her shoes. Shakespeare, I say, I speak of Shakespeare. How did you pretend to be someone else? Um, I put a costume from my costume box and I doctor stuff. I speak it like this. Her name is Dolphin. Ho ho ho. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> He's a bad guy. Oh, do
1: bad guys have different voices?
0: Of course they do. Everybody has different voices.
4: When you were pretending, did anyone believe you? No, not at all. No.
0: Yeah. No, no! They all thought I was just me. Um, some people said, is that really your name, Dr. (laughs) Sadie? Okay,
4: (laughs) if you were going to pretend
0: to be Andrew, what would you do? I could make silly jokes. I would try to dress up like him. Dress like Andrew. Wear hats. A hat. Hats. And I would talk like this is Do Android. I really talk like that? How about Polly? I could make me have a high, squeaky voice. I could wear boots. Put on glasses and... Glasses. I could can wear some glasses. Grow out my hair. Be kind of silly. Talk about mulberries, probably. How else could, could you, you pretend, pretend to be us? us? Sing a song, sing a song, sing a song. dance, dance, rock and roll, roll. Rock, rock, roll, roll, I roll. would do stuff they like to do. Like do a podcast and write songs. How would you pretend to be a tree? I would put my hands up like this and put some green strings and put some brown leggings on. I would put... Of cream foam in my hands and cover myself with brown paper and do a hole for my face. I'd sound like the wind. Woo!
1: How would you pretend to be a ghost?
0: Woo! I would put a blanket over my head. I would put a white sheet over me. Put a sheet over my head. I'd cut holes in it. And I would put. Two black eyes and I would make the blanket go down to my feet.
4: How would you pretend to be a robot?
0: Robot I would have metal. Metal on my head. Middle on my legs. I would draw things and cut them out and then stick them onto me. And I would talk like this. Robot. Ditto. Robot. Robot. Face. Exactly. Uh, a, robot, face. That. Do the robot dance. I am a robot. robot. I like to dance, dance. I am a robot. Beep 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 my treasure bag and I would put a black hoodie We're all black. What do spies do? They spy on people. They spy on people. They watch people secretly to see what they're doing. Buys, take things.
1: That sounds sneaky.
0: I would ask people to put dun, 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 their dun, fingerprints. I found the clues. I would put like pieces of paper or to pretend that they were clues in my pocket, and I would be sneaky. Do you know of any animals that disguise
4: themselves?
0: Well, I have not heard of a chameleon. Ooh, what's that? They change colors and they boogly with their eyes. They change colors and they and they crawl on trees. A chameleon can They like to climb trees. Turn any colors to cam- cam- camouflage. Why do you think it does that? Um, that's a really good question. Because? Because they. They're called chameleons. Blend into stuff. To blend in with the tree colors. So it doesn't get hurt by its predators. To make sure predators don't eat to them. To protect themselves. So they can be safe. So their enemies don't see them. And they think they're another part of a tree or a branch. Hmm.
1: Do any other animals camouflage themselves with spots or stripes?
0: Cheetahs, does. cheetahs, does. leopards. A aqua has some other lizards. Oh, and um, A leopard. cheetah.
3: What about giraffes?
0: Tigers. Lions. Japs. Tigers. <laughs> Bears. Oh my. Happy Halloween! Bye! <laughs> 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 <Sign on. laughs> Happy Halloween! Bye! Boo. Ah!
1: You scared me!
4: Well, I didn't mean to scare you, Andrew. I was just getting so excited about Halloween. Oh, yeah.
2: Halloween.
4: Yeah, and costumes and staying up late. pumpkin, Trick or treating.
1: Jack-o'-lanterns. Oh,
4: hey, Andrew, did you hear that message we got from Kevin and Louise at the zoo? Oh, yeah.
1: They're in a pickle. I
4: I know how he feels. I've lost my keys before.
1: Yeah, they can't get their mail.
4: Lots of important things come in the mail. That's right. Like
1: bills and magazines. Yeah.
4: yeah, Um, Every once in a while, we get a postcard or a letter. Or someone draws us a picture and we put it on our fridge. We could help them, couldn't we? Yeah, let's try. Okay. How? I don't know. What if we just ask the penguins? No. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. You think we could trade them Hmm. something, like a fish? I don't have any fish. No? Do you have any other ideas?
1: We could wear a disguise.
4: That's a good idea. And our friends did just tell us quite a lot about disguises. That's right. So I guess the first thing we need to do is pick a costume. Hmm. I don't know how to pick one, though.
1: (gasps) I know someone who's an expert at animal disguises. Let's ask her. Oh, cool.
4: What's her name? My name is Rebecca
5: Johnson. I live in San Francisco. I have two kids. And I work at the California Academy of Sciences, which is a natural history museum and aquarium in San Francisco. And my job here is citizen science. What's citizen science? We work with volunteers in the tide pools to look at all the animals that live in tide pools. We also work up on a mountain to count and make collections of every single plant that grows on Mount San The thing I like most about my job is that I get to be outside talking to people about nature and learning from all the people I meet about why nature is important to them and every day I get to walk into an aquarium and that's where my job is. Rebecca, do animals disguise themselves? Animals are some of the best at disguising themselves. Like, they're amazing. (gasps) Animal disguises are so good. How good
2: are they? That
5: sometimes we can't even tell what they are. Why would an animal disguise itself? The first reason an animal would want to disguise itself is so predators, or things that want to eat it, can't find it.
1: What's the other reason?
5: And the other reason is that if you are a predator,
1: predator. An
5: animal that wants to eat other animals, you can sneak up on it, it has no idea, and then you eat it.
1: But it's mostly for? Mostly
4: to stay safe, got it. So let's see, it seems like it would be really hard to hide in a big open space, like a desert. So if you were a desert animal that needed to stay safe in the desert. How would you do that?
5: One thing that animals can do is they can match the color of the sand. So there's some lizards that they're on their back is almost the same color as the sand so oh. if you were maybe a bird that was flying over looking for lunch you wouldn't even see the lizard because it would look like the sand what do you call that we sometimes call it camouflage mm-hmm. or or crypsis, being cryptic oh. being hard to see If you're an animal and you look like something else uh-huh. like an insect or a bug that mm-hmm. looked like a stick Sometimes people call that, this is like a special scientific word, they call it special resemblance. Mm. Because you look especially like something else. So a thing that looks like a stick would not do well if there aren't trees and sticks around. So you have to look like you can actually blend in. Like if I were in the desert and I was wearing a bright green dress, you would be able to see me. But if I was wearing a bright green dress in like a green forest, it might be harder. How about an animal in the ocean? So animals in the ocean are so good at this. Tell us about one. Well, I was thinking about this one that most people don't know about it because it's a nudibranch. A
2: nudibranch?
5: So it's a sea slug that looks exactly like coral. Like you can't even tell. When it's sitting on the coral, it looks the same.
4: Probably some people who have taken pictures of coral underwater, some of them may have taken a picture of the nudibranch and not even known it. people send me pictures,
5: and they say, look at this awesome picture I took, and it's like a sea anemone and a crab and a sea urchin, and there's a nudibranch in it, and they did not know. Uh, nudibranchs like to photobomb! <laughs> They're total photobombers, that's awesome. <laughs> Any more examples? <laughs> the most famous, maybe, is a special kind of octopus called a mimic octopus. Ooh,
1: what can a mimic octopus do? And that
5: octopus can look like tons of different animals. It can move its arms to look like a fish. It can move its arms to look like a jellyfish. It can move its arms to look like a rock. And it can also change the color of its skin. It can change its color and its shape. It can change its color and its shape, and it can even change its texture. Wow. They're also super sneaky, Mm -hmm. and they don't have a backbone. Or a skeleton, just like a A nudibranch. Octopuses really don't have hard parts to protect themselves. So they have to have really good ways
4: to hide. So it seems like you really have to have the right disguise for where you are. And we're wondering, how is it that these animals have such perfect disguises for the places where they live?
5: Well, this is kind of like the most amazing thing about all this, is that animals, they figured out how to have a disguise that fits their place. And the other animals and the other plants that they might see. And if they're moved into a totally different place, they don't, they don't match that place very well. They haven't grown up and their parents and their parents' parents and their parents' parents
4: and their parents, parents' parents before that haven't grown up to try to figure out the best ways to survive in that place. Right. And then they end up with a green dress in the middle of the desert. exactly (laughs)
2: Exactly.
4: are you going to dress up this halloween
5: (laughs) this halloween i think that i will be a flower with like a flower hat and my husband will be a beekeeper because we used to keep bees so he has the stuff what
1: are your kids gonna be
5: so one of my babies is 15 Mm -hmm. so he does not know what he will be and my daughter who's three and a half her name is juniper she's gonna be a bee Including a stinger. She really wants to have a stinger. We really, really appreciate you
4: taking a few minutes to talk to us today.
0: All right, you guys too. Right, thank, thank, you thank you so you much, so Rebecca. Much. You're welcome. Right, thank bye. you. Bye. Bye. You're listening. You are listening. you listen to the ear snacks.
4: Andrew and Polly. Okay, so I know what we have to do. You do? If we want to help Kevin and Louise mm-hmm. get their keys back mm-hmm. from the penguin cage, mm-hmm. we got to dress up like penguins. <gasps> you think that would work? I think that's the best option. Okay. And if we don't want the penguins to notice that we aren't penguins, Mm -hmm. we really better look like them. Yeah,
2: we're
1: going to need a really good penguin disguise. Let's see. What would that look like? What are you going to wear?
4: Well, I have some black jeans Mm. and I have a white shirt Mm -hmm. and I have a black sweater. Cool. So I think I'm all set. Nice. What about you?
1: I got a tuxedo.
4: Oh, that's easy. Yeah, no problem. Okay.
1: Bada bing, bada boom. So here's what
4: we do. We put on our penguin outfits. Uh Uh-huh. And then we go to the zoo and we go up to the penguins and we say, hello. I'm a penguin also. Wait Can s- I see those keys? And then we just like run away really fast. Polly, that's not going to work. You don't think that'll work?
1: No, you have to trick the penguins. You can't sound like a person. I like my idea. No, 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 no. The penguins are really smart. Give the penguins some credit, please. Okay, I
4: will give the penguins a little bit more credit. So you're thinking- We
1: have to disguise our voices. Ah. Hmm, who can we talk to about disguising our voices? I know
4: exactly who
6: we can talk to. Hello.
4: Hello,
2: Greg!
6: Hey! It's Andrew and Polly! How exciting, Andrew and (laughs) Polly!
4: So excited to be talking to you because we know that you can disguise your voice in many ways.
6: Uh, Yes, my name is Greg Chun, and among other random things that I do, I am a voice actor.
4: So tell us, what does a voice actor do?
6: A voice actor spends most... Of their time auditioning. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Basically they tell you auditioning is your job.
4: So part of your job is to change your normal voice to make it sound like a character that you're playing. How do you think about different ways to do that?
6: You know there are a surprisingly large amount of tools, vocal tools, when you're putting together a character. The three probably most simple ones are Pitch, pace, and volume. Okay, let's start with pitch. My normal speaking voice is here. I could bring it up here for a character. I could bring it down here. What about pace? Pace is another interesting thing. You could be someone who talks a little more slowly and a little more reserved. Or you could be somebody who's really neurotic and it's just like, I feel like I'm always rambling and I can't, you know. What about volume? Volume, you know, you could be a character who's just really loud. Everything he says is really loud or you know you could be just kind of reserved and like, I wasn't really sure about the way you spoke to me yesterday. I was kind of upset. Those sort of changes that you make automatically creates a bit of character in your voice. That's so cool. Things get really interesting when you then start combining everything together. You do a whole bunch of things and you can come up with a voice that uh, that really doesn't sound like you at all.
1: Okay, so say we were we had a low pitch and more slowly than you would normally and yeah louder so than you would, let, yeah,
6: let's say i'm I bring my voice down here and then I kind of slow things down and maybe put an accent on it a little bit. kind of make it seem like there's something in my mouth and Oh, it's disgusting. What are you doing? Get away from it. That doesn't
4: sound anything like you at all. That's amazing. That's right. (laughs) Um,
6: And then then you can take into account, you know, the character's age and the character's uh, disposition, whether they're generally cheerful or grumpy or sarcastic. There's so many things that you can do to give cues to the listener, ah, this is the kind of character we're talking about.
4: That's pretty cool. It's not something I thought about before. When you're a voice actor, you get to pretend to... To be all these different kinds of people. Or... And that's
6: what's so cool about voiceover is that I could never on camera play like a big, huge mob boss guy. It just wouldn't make any sense. And yet in voiceover, you can play that character. You can play a character that's 20 feet tall. You can play, a, you know. A character that's one inch tall.
1: If you were a kid who was interested in voiceover or voice acting, what kind of things would you do?
6: Well, here's how it started for me and my friends. Like when I was young, I didn't even know voiceover was a profession that you could have. What we did was we just made fun of our teachers. That was the the thing. (laughs) You just make That's fun of your teachers. awesome. <gasps> because every kid, I don't care what school they go to, they got some teachers that talk pretty funny. Even and it's if like... you
4: like them, I mean, <laughs> I made, I mean, not made fun of, but I love to do impersonations of particularly of my favorite teachers teacher. when I was a kid. Yeah. What
6: did your math teacher say? <laughs> yeah. What did your math uh, teacher sound like?
4: <laughs> oh, in high school, he would say, "You can go a day without food and without water. You can go two days without food and without water, but you can't go a day without your trig." Because Trig will save your life.
6: Wow. We weren't so nice. We, we were full on making fun of the teachers. I don't, I'm not encouraging children to make fun of their teachers. But just it's more about listening to the teacher and seeing what they do and what they say that's interesting. You know, we had one guy and uh, yeah, there was a lot of. Uh, so tomorrow we got, you know, like and that that right there kind of creates part of a character. There was another guy who sort of like he sort sh- of did this whistling esh thing. Just like we're gonna have a test on Thursday, and like that's another just random character thing that not everybody has, but it's sure you know it's sure something that we came to identify him with. So, so
4: a good thing to do is to listen to the way people talk and their little unique quirks, and then practice them.
6: Definitely, yeah. Everybody's got a friend who's got a voice that's kind of up here in the sort of like in the nasal cavity, uh, yeah. and there's like. You know what I mean? Like, oh, totally. people, some people just have a smaller voice, and this is where they naturally play. Everybody's got a friend who kind of has a throaty voice, so oh, a little yeah. bit of a throaty kind of thing. That was one thing I forgot to mention is that one of the most important things, we talked about pitch and volume and pace. Mm-hmm. One of the most important things is placement. Can you explain placement? So, placement is. Just what I went through when talking about the friend who kind of talks up here in his nose. Or this person who has a little bit of a throaty tone. Your normal speaking voice is just sort of in the middle of your throat. When you have superheroes, they talk down in their chest. And everything's down here. Everything's oh, big. Right. Yeah. They
4: you do know, do that.
6: Polly, can you talk like a superhero? It's
4: different. I could try. There you yeah, go. That's,
6: but I would stop in my tracks. <laughs> if I were a criminal. But you know what I mean? Like, I feel my normal speaking voice just sort of buzzing in my throat. If I just put my hand on my throat, it's just sort of buzzing right there. If I kind of bring it up into the nose a little bit, it's, you feel it less in the throat. And you kind of feel it up in the middle of your face, you know, because it's it's smaller. You've almost made your, your resonance cavity smaller. And it's kind of a voice that comes out here. If you bring it down in your chest, you hear... The vibration of your entire chest cavity. And similarly, if you put it back in the back of your throat, that's what you get. You get this kind of sound. You know Arnold Schwarzenegger when he's in pain? Yeah, stop it. Right? (laughs) So it's all back here in the throat. (laughs) There are certain words he would, every time he would open up in certain vowels. (laughs) Like he is the classic example of placement that really made me start playing around with putting my voice kind of up here down here and certainly back in the throat it's It's so crazy
4: as you're doing this i'm like i'm watching in my mind uh, the body of a character change when you brought it down to your chest it's like all of a sudden just your chest and your arms like all three inflated times wider. for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when you went to the back of your throat, all of a sudden you kind of like you pulled your chin back and like you, well, muppetized. Followed, you muppetized and you hollowed out it. your shoulders. And um, it's so cool the, the way that yeah. really translates. It's just in a very obvious and also very interesting way. <laughs> okay, last question for you, Greg. Much fun. What <laughs> are three really different ways you could say happy Halloween?
6: Oh, gosh. All right. Uh, let's see. We can do this guy. Happy Halloween. And we could do. Happy Halloween. Maybe. Uh, Happy Halloween. Ah!
4: That was scary. That so one was scary. so scary. Thank
6: you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you so
4: much for talking to us oh, today. Oh, it was
6: my pleasure. It's so great to, to talk with you guys. And I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me.
4: Thank you for being willing to be on Ear Snacks.
6: Yes, Ear Snacks. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. Happy Halloween.
6: Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Let's hear it for the
4: amazing and talented Greg Chun.
2: <laughs>
4: okay, so to make our disguises really convincing, mm-hmm. we have to disguise our voices.
1: Yeah, we have to think of a voice that's very different from our normal I mean, voice. we have to do
4: more than that. We have to make up a whole character, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, this might get a little tricky, Polly.
4: Okay, Andrew, think about who you want to be. Okay. If you're listening at home, how would you disguise yourself? As a penguin. What would you do to your voice? Hmm. Okay, Andrew, you go first. Okay. How are you going to make your voice sound? Well, I'm going to make it smaller. And what's your character's story? Because remember, you've got to be story. really convincingly disguised so these penguins don't know we're sneaking in right, 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 to right, take right, right, back right. Kevin and Louise's keys. Ooh, is that a song? No, but it should be a song. That sounds like a good song. Kevin and Louise's keys. Like... Mm. As a penguin, what are you doing in that penguin pen?
1: Well, let's see. Uh, I'm going to be a a penguin handyman.
4: You know, a penguin that fixes stuff. What are you going to be? How are you going to do your voice? Well, first of all, I'm um, going to bring my voice up here, kind of. And I'm going to put a lot of
7: air and some squeakiness in
4: my voice.
7: And I'm going to have kind of an accent like this. And then I'm going to be really sarcastic. And I'm going to be like a janitor, oh, so I'm like a penguin janitor. A penguin janitor. So i cleaning up. Cool. But I love my job, so I'm like, do-do-do-do-do. I'm a penguin janitor. Oh, Don't yeah. Don't me because I'm just cleaning up. I'm just a penguin janitor. Nothing to see here. Do-do-do. Just doing I your job. Just to pick
0: up trash. Yeah. Oh, I'm
7: over here. I love it. Now I'm over here, I'm picking up this trash. I love it. She loves it. Oh, and I need a name. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, a name. name. Is, uh,
7: Jan.
1: Oh. I'm Jan the Janitor. Hi, Jan. What about you? Me? What's your name? Uh, my name's Stan. I'm Stan the Penguin Fix-It Man. All right, let's go to the zoo. All right. do do I, 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 stick out like a giraffe on
7: Savannah, everyone can see I wish that I could try on the smaller side
2: Oh, thank hey,
3: you. Andrew and Polly, it's Kevin. And Louise. And Louise. Hello. Listen, we just wanted to thank you for getting our keys back from the penguins. i overjoyed at the return of our keys. Listen, I don't know how you did it, because I didn't even know you were here. Yes,
1: we were watching, and nobody unusual visited the penguins
3: all day. Nothing is happening over there. Well, dear, one did check out a book from the library. Well, yeah, and then two of them got into a really heated discussion about what fish was the best fish. Baked Grad, of course. Did anything else happen over in the pen today, Louise? That, were you talking to me,
1: dear? I'm sorry, I was knitting a very long scarf for my very long neck. It's taking me forever. No,
3: just the... Though there
1: were a couple penguin visitors.
3: Yeah, there was a penguin fix-it man. He went in and and did some repairs. Somebody else as
2: well, dear. Yeah,
3: and some kind of penguin janitor came yes. in and picked up all the trash. No, she was very happy. But I didn't see you guys here. Certainly not. Anyway, however you did it, we wanted to say thank you. Thank you, Andrew and Barley. From the bottom of my giraffe heart. It's very far down from my head. All right. Come visit us sometime soon. Toodaloo! Don't be a stranger.
4: And that's our
3: show. I'm actually Andrew. And I'm Polly. And
4: thanks for listening to Ear Snacks. Thank you. And thanks to everyone who was part of this episode.
0: Say Sadie. Gray. Dad, Gavin. 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 Oh, Elliot. Yeah. Tanner. Sue. And,
1: and their parents and Rebecca Johnson from the California Academy of Sciences and voice actor Greg Chun.
2: Kevin and Louise, they need their keys. Their mailbox is full.
1: Kevin and Louise didn't say anything about bees. They didn't
4: say that part, but I was thinking that might be true.
2: Oh, please tell me if anyone sees Kevin and Louise's keys. Kevin and Louise, Kevin and Louise, Kevin and Louise, they need their keys. Kevin and Louise, their mailbox is full of bees. Oh, Oh,
4: please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please tell me if you have seen their keys. We're talking about Kevin, Kevin and, and Louise's Louise keys. They lost them. They lost them. And then they called us. That's what happened. And then they said, hey, can you help us find our keys? And, and then, then we went, went to the zoo. And we brought, brought and we brought you two. And we pretended to be penguins. penguins named Janet and, Jan and Stan. And apparently Janet and Stan found those keys. Apparently. Because then Kevin and Louise left us a thank you voicemail about Kevin
2: and Louise. Esquise.
0: Your snack is made by Andrew and Holly. Thanks for listening.